Film on the Rocks is back, baby. Film on the Rocks has been Colorado's essential summer event for over 20 years. They feature live performances and movies under the stars at the iconic Red Rocks Park and Amphitheater. The summer series combines some of the best in culture, views, and cult classics. It's a movie experience like no other. These viewings fill up fast, so make sure you get your tickets ASAP. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts. I'm your host, Rudo, joined by AJ Hafley. The day is finally here. Some rosters about to get roasted on today's show. Yeah, uh, we'll start a couple of a couple of things um, really, really quick. Uh, the dude, the dude in the chat that is doubting my reporting, I have no issues with you not believing the reporting that I've done on this, but you need to let it go in today's chat. You need to let this, this is not going to dominate our conversation today. So you either need to let it go and move on, or you're going to get, you're going to get removed from the conversation. Um, that it's that simple. Um, I don't, I don't owe you anything. I'm not going to tell you who my sources are. All I know is that I've done my reporting and I will always stand by that. So if you have an issue with that, that's perfectly okay with me. But this is not going to be the thing that uh, that dominates our conversation. So you can uh, you can you can hang out, you can enjoy the day, you can enjoy uh you can you can enjoy the the conversation that's gonna be taking place as we go through a bunch of rosters and get into all of that. But uh, if you if you keep going the way you're going, you're gonna get removed. Just it's just that simple, my man. So have no issues with you hanging out. have no issues with you wanting to, uh, uh, to not believe me or anything like that. I sleep just fine at night. So it's all, it's all good, my man. But, uh, you know, be part of the conversation to stop derailing things. Uh, second thing, Cygnus, I did roast your roster, but it was privately. I got a good hearty job. Yeah. All right. Look, I also looked at Cygnus's roster. <laughs> Didn't make the show today. It did not. Love the Caco move. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah. love your other move nearly as much. <laughs> yeah, but I loved. I, yeah, it's uh, it was fun. There were I want to a couple of I guess a couple of other quick notes. I loved all the responses. Yeah, shout out like we can only get to so many on one show, so not that many of you are gonna make the show. But there were a ton of you, and yeah. trust me, AJ and I looked through a ton of these rosters i looked through every single one of them and as i was doing it more were coming in yep um 
it was a blast seeing the the cat friendly page full of DNVR yeah. in the there were in the four team pages worth of D, worth of DNVR submissions. Uh, I did love uh, also special shout out to the guy. I don't I don't know what team he's he roots for, but he has like eighteen thousand posts on cap friendly so this is like what he does hopping off yeah and he thought that he thought that it was one person making (laughs) different accounts and putting dnvr in the title to just to just troll people (laughs) what four pages worth talk about dedication if that was yeah dude and i was like bro you can make unlimited posts you don't need to do that you don't need to make new <laughs> accounts to do that you can make one account the whole time yeah so i don't uh i don't i don't quite know what that guy was going on about but it was incredibly funny yeah. um free aj for... still trending on cap yeah. friendly free i you know i actually had a dream last night that i woke up and i was unsuspended what a so. dream and then I woke up and I was still suspended. So Big Tech versus AJ continues. <laughs> I hope that's the last time I ever refer to myself in third person. <laughs> uh, it, I hope it's not. I hope things get crazy. Uh, in any case, are, are you ready, AJ? Are you ready to jump into the first roast? Yeah, uh, I'm ready to rock. So I some of these are going to be... I actually have my first tweet when I'm free. I've already got it planned. <laughs> I had the graphics team make one. Amazing. I already know what it is. I don't uh I don't I don't know how many people are going to get it, but the ones that do will appreciate it. Um all right. So, for the record, AJ and I eyes Ros- rosters will come last. So, yep, just chat, last. you will get the chance to make fun of us mercilessly and we will accept that. But we're starting with this one. Uh, go real quick. We don't need to roast the Kraken rocks roster because that's what the rest of the NHL is going to do. Oh, got him. All right, let's do this. <laughs> Getting into it. This one's called DNVR chaos. Start with the free agent signings internally. They get Jost and Timmons. Timmons two years seems unlikely. Maybe a smidge more expensive on Jost, but nothing egregious there. I think that's actually the same deal that I gave Jost. I gave him two mil flat, but it is. That's the exact same deal that I gave Jost. There you go. UFA's Ryan Suter getting him extremely cheap on a one year deal. Yeah, and it sucks that we did this over the weekend and then all this news is coming out today that Ryan Suter likely has a four year deal on the yep. table. Yep. And it's like, well, Ryan Suter would disappear from all of the ab submissions after that. Yep. 100 percent uh phil Deneau getting five years by six million from the avs a guy with six goals last year uh, got a million dollars per goal yeah he, he better be a 2c for you and then brandon sod ending up signing a four by four as well um we'll get to your super chat in a little bit after we finish up this roster uh things really start getting adventurous in the trades on this one as as you can see at the top there going massive for John Gibson and Raquel uh Comfort Baron Sampo uh two firsts to get Gibson and Raquel is this enough I wonder if this isn't enough to get John Gibson out of Anaheim so here's here's how I feel about this 
Um, and I'm sure that if uh, our Crash the Pond friends were watching this, they would be like, AJ's an idiot, but <laughs> I'm not giving all that up for those guys. Here's the here's the here's the rub. Ricard Raquel hadn't been any good for a couple yeah, of years. Uh, Raquel's John John Gibson, nine oh the back to back years and like a nine oh three and nine oh four. Three goals against average. Eh. I get that he's young and he's got a great contract, but that dude is not. He has not had two good years in a row that would justify essentially three first round picks because Justin Barron is in here. And then Sampo Ranta, who's an NHL re- really close to an NHL ready forward. And then JT Comfer, who is some caliber of an NHL forward. Uh, I'm to me, I'm just like, you know what? I'm, I wouldn't do that. If I'm Colorado, I say no, because I don't know what I'm getting. I, I, you know, Ricard Raquel just hasn't been that good. He's living off of the 30 goal season that he had, uh, you know, he had those two 30 goal seasons, but that's now, it's now been three seasons. He had 18 goals, 15 goals, and nine goals. Amazing uh, what a year or two difference will make. The same man who made a 10-person trade to get John Gibson a couple years ago. (laughs) You know, it's it's one of the things that I think is funny is that when you get more information and you use it and it informs decisions later down the road, it's like, you know, uh, Gibson isn't the one that I have a problem with here. I would take, I would probably still take the Gibson opportunity here, but it's Raquel that I'm, I'm kind of iffy on. You know, he had two 30 goal seasons in which he shot 18% and 14%. And he, in his career, he has four seasons in which he has shot under 10%. I'm out. I'm, what am I getting Ricard Raquel for? The memes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up is, is my least favorite trade of the deal. Kadri for Alex Formington in a second. Uh, well, so I did. He signed to know, right? Correct. To be the two C, but yeah. Okay. I, I so, also wouldn't sign to know for 6 million for five years. Okay. So I don't mind this one because you get a, a good young player in Formington who will be whatever he's going to be. Uh, and then you get a second round pick and you move on from Kadri who's just lost his job with the signing of Deneau. And you get basically the opposite player in Phil Deneau. You get a guy who struggles to score goals. You get uh, yeah, a high end defensive play. Yeah. You get a defensive ace, but you get a guy whose offense is a major, major question mark, uh, and not a not not the most physical of guys. Uh, doesn't have a lot of snarl. Doesn't have a lot of attitude there. Yep. Um, so it's like it's it's like the spiritual opposite of Nazem Kadri. <laughs> Yeah, so I I like this deal different because but. you signed Phil Deneau. If you do this and it's on its own, eh. But for I, I don't know why Ottawa would do this, but yeah, from Colorado's yeah. perspective, I'm saying this is fine. Uh, then they dump EJ's contract. They give a second to dump it. They get Twerinsky neat. Uh, yeah, I think it's funny that he chose the guy that we don't believe is real. Yeah, right. <laughs> Had to put something in the box. So that's as close to for fu- for future considerations as you can get, I guess. Um, 
I have to think, <clears throat> excuse me, I have to think if that deal was going to get done, it would have been at the expansion draft. But yeah. And then finally, he goes out and gets Matt Kachuk for Newhook Bowers, a 2024 first and a 2023 second, ensuring that not only have you cleaned out the entire cupboard of quality prospects, but the Avs don't have a first round pick for the next three years. Yeah, so they don't, we don't have, uh, there's no Alex Newhook and there's no Justin Barron. Uh, there's no first rounders in the next three years. No second rounders for the next two years. <laughs> um, although I guess this doesn't count the second rounder that they got from Ottawa. For some reason, that's not in there because they did get that. I, I'm assuming that's like, did they flip that one? No, they didn't. All right. Yeah, that's weird. Oh, yeah. No, they did that in the Johnson deal. Uh, that's the second rounder he used. In, to, oh, okay. To to yeah, Ottawa. There okay. you go. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, that's gone. Um, yeah, that's uh, look for Matthew Kachuk. That's not going to be enough. And then if you could scroll down and look at the entire roster, uh, you cleaned all of it out. You have 500 K in cap space <laughs> and you're just different now. Yeah. You're, you Are have you... Kachuk and Raquel and then you have John Gibson in that. Maybe John Gibson is a stud. Like, does Kachuk make you definitively better? Maybe. I think I well, and I think Kachuk is offensively, I think he's better than Landeskog. But all around, and obviously but, there's some caveats yeah. that come with Kachuk's play, and there's a question about I mean, his postseason performance hasn't been very good. Sure. So it in and until and like he hadn't played very much, but until you have a good postseason, you're a postseason question mark. Does Ricard Raquel make you better? Eh. Yeah, Does I'm Philip to make you better. I don't know. Like you said, it it makes you different. Yeah, exactly. It just it changes. It changes it up. It changes who you are quite a bit. Yeah. So bye. Later, uh, nerd. Yeah. So I'm. This is fine. Yep. Like could they be worse. Didn't, the, these are these are lopsided deals in favor in favor of the abs uh, for the most part. Uh, the the ducks deal I just wouldn't mess with because Raquel I just don't I, I don't buy the Raquel well, thing. Uh, People keep yeah. talking about him and teams keep, keep you know the ducks keep asking for the moon for him and then he keeps going out there and not doing anything like like he's okay like he's a solid top six guy yeah. but you're paying like you're going and getting him and you're dreaming of the thirty goal score right. not the guy not the guy that's gonna give you like eighteen. Last three seasons, he gave you five more points than Donskoy, six more points than Donskoy, and less points than Donskoy. Yeah. So even even with Saad coming back, is Ricard Raquel really making you better than having Donskoy in that spot? Yeah. Not really. I know Donskoy's gone for free because of Seattle, but didn't really get particularly better than what the Avs were last year with Raquel yeah. based on recent performance. Um, all right. That's, I think that one's pretty much covered. Yeah. One down, plenty went, to go. Went big. Um, went big. I. The Raquel stuff, uh, by the way, the, the Gibson-Raquel combination popped up quite a bit. I'm not uh, as As did the Suter thing. That popped up a lot. Yeah. 
And it com- com- the, the big problem there is it completely cleans out your organization. You have no picks and no prospects left. Yeah, right. The the cupboards are empty with that one. Yeah. All right. And you only have 500k of caps like you're you're in it. Next one another this one called Roast Me AJ DNBR. <laughs> uh there were some of those too where I was like, "Oh, this makes me a little uncomfortable." Getting Tyson Jost extremely cheap at 2 years at 1.2. Yeah. Timmins and Dennis Gilbert also coming back at under a mill. That's fine. I, I enjoyed the prioritizing of Dennis Gilbert. Yep. There were there were a few. Uh there were a few people that actually did this with the Dennis Gilbert and were like, yeah, bring him back. Specifically. And like, yeah. Yeah, and like tossed him on a roster and it was like, okay, like I'm good with it. They get Landy to come back for six years at seven and a quarter, and then they get uh, Paul Stasny to also come back for two and a quarter for one year. Uh, and then they also signed Suter for three million for two years, and then they have a very different take on what it's going to take to bring Phil Deneau in at just three million for three years. Why? Uh, why bother capitalizing on a on a killer off season or postseason run that <laughs> skyrocketed hit value? Take cheap money and uh, go yeah. on a cup instead, right? Right. Take Val Nachushkin money. Uh and then we get into the trades where they go out and get Elias Lindholm and a third round pick, I guess, to balance for Byram Jost, who's been signed extremely cheaply and Martin Kaut, as well as a first. So four first round picks. Yeah, that is four first round picks for Elias Lindholm in a third. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Including a fourth overall in Bowen Byram. <laughs> um, and then they go and get Vitek Vanacek in goal for JoJo, JT Comfort, and a third from Seattle. Uh, neither, even, even that's a yeah, lot. Yeah, neither of those trades, I think, are good for Colorado. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, you end up with Vanacek in net, and you end up with Elias Lindholm, who's dope, and you have a third-round pick. Nice. Yahtzee. Uh, the rest of this... Very questionable. Um, you don't have very much cap space, so it's not like it bought you a ton of room here. Um, the oh, Phil, yeah. the, the the Lindholm and the Phil Deneau. And Why? you didn't get rid of Kadri. Yeah. Uh, and, and, like, this isn't even getting into the absurd price you just paid for Lindholm. I'm assuming you just like, didn't organize this because you're not paying to know four million to be yeah, four C. But even then, like that's you look at that center depth chart and it's like, what was the point of all of this? Yeah, you now have Stastny playing wing. Newhook ends up on your fourth line or or on the wing. Yeah, the I forgot. I already forgot about the Stastny thing. So. The so you go and you get Phil Deneau and Paul Stasny and Lindholm, all guys who played center last year. Yep, at various points, and you keep Nazem Kadri, uh, and then Alex Nuka still playing center for you. Like you have voluntarily put Kiefer Sherwood into your lineup at this point. After yeah. you paid a king's ransom to get Elias Lindholm, you put him on the second line. Yeah, that's 
And that's it, it's just you did too much of one thing, yeah. right? Like and as, as Evan as Evan mentions, your goaltenders are now Vitek Vanacek and Pavel Francos. That is Look, quite quite YOLO. The price is right, <laughs> but it also has a really big you get what you pay for energy to it. Where if you pay under three million dollars for your goaltending duo, that might just be the kind of uh the kind of return that you get. <laughs> All right, so this team um, is the team that is prepared for three center injuries. That's the play, right? Let's let's go let's go with optimistic here. <laughs> uh, this was a little more on the optimistic side, although you have to love the flexibility between uh, Lindholm, Deneau, Stasny, and Newhook. You got guys where it's like it doesn't matter who gets hurt; you always have a center replacement, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And like, hey. Looking looking longer term here, Kadri leaves in a year. Lindholm can slide into the two C spot. If new maybe New Hook's not ready, and then Dano ends up his year. I, I mean, geez, there's this is there's this is a lot. Three centery center injuries deep, and you still don't have to play Shane Bowers. I t- I tell you what, like this <laughs> team would be really good. Of course, at least at would, forward, yeah, it would be really good. Defensive, I mean, defensively, Taves, McCarr, Gerard, Timmins, Suter, and Johnson. That's- you have the big three yeah, there, and then Timmons. We like Timmons. We Suter, honestly, I think Suter is totally fine there. The and then if absolutely in goal, you know, yeah. EJ, EJ, and McDonald. You know, McDonald's probably going to have to play half the season, and then in net, uh, you might just get crushed. <laughs> you spent all that money on forwards just to give up five goals a game because you got goalies who just may not be very good like we like frankie total total wild card yep you gotta you gotta remember he had one year in the nhl so it was a good year but yeah it's still one year still also a dude who hasn't played in over a year yeah ask me to predict that guy's stat line next year no idea <laughs> uh and then vanacek who knows man who knows who knows what you're getting out of that cat all right next also, one of the there were some Flames fans who were pretty offended by all the Lindholm deals. <laughs> they started getting real snappy in the comments, like "Stop trading for him; he's never sell." <laughs> uh, okay, you guys go ahead and finish with eighty-two points again and miss the postseason. You fucking clowns! DNVR roast my roster from Four Paulo here. Yep. So there were there there were a couple of roster submissions that were just this. They were just. Bring back our own guys. Don't yep. mess with anything else. Bring back our own guys. And with the comfort thing, like dump some money. So I kind of wanted to use this as the like archetype of all of them put together because there were a, a healthy number of like, just resign them. Which comes down to Timmons for one year and one mil. Jost again on the cheap, two years, one and a quarter. Landy. Apparently on the cheap at seven years at six and a half. Grubauer, five years, five and a half. And then Saad, two years at five million. They free up some cap space to do all this by moving Comfer for a fourth round pick. They do, however, retain 500K on that deal. I said it was 500K, a little too expensive. And that's a good way to make it make it fit. <laughs> so, 
You end up with 2.2 million in cap space and your roster is pretty much the same. Yeah, it's basically, I guess you have Maltsev in there uh, and aggressively put Cowd into the lineup to replace Calvert and Belmar, basically. But Yeah, LOC, Jost, Newhook playing center. Yep. But like, regardless of the uh, regardless of the alignment, the only new guy was the one that they've already acquired in Maltsev. This was yep. the, the and there yep. were, I repeat, there were a number of these types of submissions. So we're kind of just wrapping all That's of them all into of those one together. Free agency yeah. untouched. But basically, trade. nothing acquired via trade. This bring awesome them back here. Yeah, I like um, this team. Find a way to keep it together. All right. Well, I can drink to that. So this podcast is brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can get it down at the DNVR bar. Also keep an eye out for their seltzers. I know AJ's still not on Twitter, but I've had multiple people tweeting at me or DMing me about them finding good company seltzers at their local liquor store. If you need help to bring it back to Canada, AJ, the people got your back. So keep an eye out for it. If you see it yourself, don't be afraid to buy it yourself. You don't have to save it all for AJ. After you see his roster, you'll be mad at him. So steal his seltzers, I guess. <laughs> you guys aren't going to like my roster. <laughs> also brought to you all by Green Mountain Dental Group. When you want your teeth cleaned, when you want yourself a free Sonicare toothbrush, go get a cleaning x-ray and exam with them. They're awesome. Locally, family-owned, just 15 minutes from Denver over in Lakewood. So jump on it. Get yourself a great deal. Everyone who switched over to them has absolutely loved their dental experience. So super awesome and easy. Uh, from there, yeah, they'll take care of you. Get that free Sonicare toothbrush while you're at it. And, you know, when you save a little bit of money, consider signing up for a DNVR membership where you get gear, content, obviously all of our written stuff. AJ just put a post out there about Landeskog's situation. Uh, be sure to check that out. You can get big beers at the bar. If you get an annual membership, you get a, a shirt included with the deal. So jump on it. Get all the cool stuff we have to offer. Support us. Come consume our cool content. At least we think it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's it's good stuff. We, we, we like ourselves here at DNVR, turns out. Uh, second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Mm, do do appreciate all the nice things that people had to say about the Landis God column yesterday. He is a very kind. People loving it. Uh, I I have no idea what our next one is. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We can get to this super chat. Thank you for waiting, Pickle. Uh, a little off topic, but what would you think of a Kessel trade to the Avs? Um. If they if they retain money on it and if they retain money on it, I guess, uh, and it doesn't really cost much, um, uh, I'm not super opposed to it. But it's it's another trading assets for a band aid solution. Um, you know, you're you're looking at having to figure out what to do in a year. Sure. You know. And you don't want to keep trading assets for like you move the assets for Brandon Saad. Now you're moving assets for Phil Kessel. You know, who's the guy on the one year deal next year. That's going to be a UFA that you're moving assets for every year. You're kind of doing this thing where you're just 
going year by year. Yeah. yeah, and it's kind of like it's kind of like getting a, a jump on the trade deadline, right? Like it's yeah. like you're renting, you're getting guys for one year and then figuring it out. Yep. Um. So in a, in a vacuum, I'm not super opposed to it. Um. But I, I don't want the. I don't. I wouldn't like the 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 trend developing of them getting into that habit. Um. So yeah. I I wonder how reliable he would be. Like, where does he slot into your lineup? Do you put him on the top line? Do you put him on the second line? I don't. If you if you're targeting yeah. him, like, go on your third line. You just don't go out and get him, right? Like, well, and and if I'm, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm wouldn't. How di- How interesting is that line? If you have Nachushkin and Jost driving the hell out of play, but they can't finish anything, they're just and you put Bill the whole yeah, time. And you yeah. put you put Castle there. It's at least got an, a dynamic element to it, you know. Instead of this, like these two cats just running into the wall what, over and over. Guess, it's, but what's the cost to go out and get a third liner? Then is is the question you have to ask. Well, it's. I mean, we're talking about him as a third liner, but if they if they roll their you know, and what are their other lines look sure, like? Lance right. dog on the team. I mean, and it's going to be fluid anyway, playing? of course. Yeah, but you know, some other questions there, and de- and of course, the cost of the trade is always something that matters. You care about that. Yep. Um, I would say, on a personal level, no, 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 no interest in Kessel just because he's mean to the media. <laughs> Well, all right. I can I can live with that answer. Um, yeah, as Brecton says here, be sure to like and subscribe to the video. Helps us out a bunch here on YouTube. So hit that up as we get into our first free AJ roster here. Um, they start <laughs> at the so I'm assuming every single roster starts with signing Jost and Timmons to some kind of deal. You guys can see it. A lot of these did. Oh, hey. Uh this Christian Fisher trade is also in my roster. Oh boy! Uh, uh, I think I think anyway. I think that's the exact deal that I did. Oh, it is. That's the exact deal that I did. This roster. So I like that trade. So they trade Comfer and a third for Christian Fisher. Then they bring back Grubauer at six million for five years. They bring back Landeskog at just shy of eight million for six years, and they bring in Mikhail Granlund at three million for two years. Um. They managed to do all this while retaining all of their first round picks. Yeah. Uh, they also are what? 100 K under the salary cap. All right. Let's see what this roster looks like. So it's really just replacing sod with, with grand Grandland on the cheap. Yeah. And then one of your, you know, your, your Belmar Calvert replacements Fisher. are Fisher and Maltsev. Yeah. Yep, and then the defenses. This is the fine. They're running by Roman Timmons there, yeah. And the the thing with Granlin too is that if Newhook doesn't prove to be like center ready um, for when Kadri leaves, you have Granlin that can move over and play that center spot in a year because he's on a multi year deal. Yep. So I really like the idea of Mikhail Granlund in free agency, to be honest. Um, yeah, I don't mind that idea at all. He doesn't drive play the way that he used to. But he's also not like a defensive sieve, so he's kind of league average in both at this point in his career. And the dynamic point scoring, like the high end stuff, is is 
somehow already gone. Yeah. But I think that's why. And and I mean, I think three million is probably too cheap to get him. But I think I think so. Too. And and I think a two year deal is also like someone will give him four. Yeah, exactly. Somebody's going to give him term, especially because he's he's just a touch younger than a handful of these other guys in free agency. Sounds that are like out a there. David Jones money to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in any case, sometimes simple is good. Again, not sure if the money actually works here, but yeah, the thing, the thing that you would do in order to get the extra million dollars, right. Is that you would, uh, you would just remove the extra players. Yep. You take off uh, Wingerly and Sherwood, and you send them both down to the AHL. That's what I did. My roster's running twenty-one players on opening yeah. night. So. Like you can, you can easily do, it, especially because they have the team in Loveland. Yep. Um, you just—that's how you live. Uh, is is that you don't have a twenty-three man roster? You have, you know, sometimes it's twenty-one, sometimes it's twenty. Whatever you need to do to get by that day, and then if there's an emergency or whatever, you just swap them out. Yep. So you could easily you could easily clear up the money that you need to give Cranland a more realistic deal by just trimming the fat, you know, cutting the cutting the scratches <laughs> and hoping that they don't get claimed, I guess. Yep. All right. Um yeah, so the thing is, right, like it's it's easier to make a, a nice, likable roster when you don't do quite as much. Yeah. But you can also go big sometimes, depending on uh, depending on how you're feeling about it. This you one can do a lot if you really want to. If you really want to believe that you can convince a lot of people to say yes to you, <laughs> yep. Then there's some things that you can do here. This one starts with Lil Z getting signed, which is interesting. The KHL, I think, is uh, if it hasn't started already, its training camps are going to be getting going real soon. Starts at the beginning of August. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) all righty. Interesting one there. Uh, You got to get the. You got to go hard here. Oh, Ryan wants someone to just go insane. Here you are. There's a reason this is on here. uh, Joseph Simmons hard both signed for quite a bit of money, particularly Timmons. Yeah, Timmons, uh, this is the this is the big play, right? This is yep. the we expect a lot of improvement out of him play. So we're gonna give him three years. He'll be overpaid this year, but by year by the third year, he's way underpaid. This is the this is the roll of the dice. The we're gonna we're we expect big improvements here. Kyle Burroughs back to punch faces in the AHL for a couple years. Love that this was priority. (laughs) That Kyle Burroughs was priority. Love this. (laughs) Ryan Suter for one year at three and a half. Kind of expensive. Little little expensive for sure for my blood. Uh, Matthias Yanmark for a couple years at just shy of three. Would be a really good fit for the abs, but is is a fair question to wonder just how good is he. Brandon Sodback for four years at Basically five and a half. Feels more, a little feels more, a, more than I would do. A little rich for my blood, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then Grubauer also back at four years at five point three five. Yep. I think that's that, the, the that only be, deal that I really like here. Yeah. I, to be honest, I feel like that's a fair deal for both guys. I think it is for, for both sides. I feel yeah. like Gruby Gruby gets security. He gets 20 mil. 
you know, he gets rewarded for being a Vesna finalist, but the Avs don't like put themselves into major like danger territory here. Yep. So I of the contracts, I mean, like I like that Matias Yanmark deal. Um, they just, I, I'm curious how good he actually is. Yeah. And kind of where he would fit in Colorado, like especially because there's a lot of crazy shit that's about to happen here. Yeah, let's let's get through the trades before we figure out where people fit. Because the Avs start off by trading Kadri for Nick Paul uh, and a couple of picks from Ottawa. Yeah, a weird valuation here, Um, but Nick Paul, uh, elite defensive metrics this year that that got him a little bit of notoriety amongst the analytics peeps. And uh, the the picks are kind of odd, uh, yeah. and again, why is Ottawa going after Nazem yeah, Kadri? There was that rumor that Ottawa was interested in him, and never made any sense. But yeah, um, where it was like they're interested in all veteran centers, and it was like, okay, that I get. But then when you start getting into like Kadri and Adam Henrique, and it's one like, year left on his deal for Kadri, especially, and it's yeah, like, <laughs> you're like, uh, um, and, and like Kadri can. Kadri's got ten teams. He's he will say no. He can say no to. I I, I don't know this for sure, but I feel like there's a a decent, decent chance Ottawa's on that list. <laughs> decent chance Ottawa's probably sitting there. So, um, then the Avs are hell bent on reuniting every pair of brothers in the NHL as they go out and get Liam Foodie to dump EJ's most of EJ's deal, and they give up Martin Cow and a third as well. Uh, for a guy that, for a recent first round pick that's just breaking into the NHL, yeah, I, I don't. This think is a, this is a. I'm not sure why Columbus is motivated yeah. to do this, You're, especially because EJ will probably get hurt getting off the plane. Like, e, right? Like EJ's. They're still paying him three point eight million here. There's no expectation of him being healthy, presumably. Yeah. Um, it, you're hoping Martin Kaut becomes Liam Foodie. And and I, I guess do you love the idea of just put the Foodie Brothers on a line together someday and just let them go. And they're just they're just like maybe new hook on the other side and they just blaze up and down the ice and they're like, <laughs> oh my god, this is the fastest line the NHL has ever seen. <laughs> How effective is it though? <laughs> no idea if that line's any good. <laughs> um, also, I feel bad for taking that shot at EJ. I regret that. I mean. It it if it's true, it's true, man. Yeah, the, yeah. I just if he if 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 he heard me say that, I think he would not be thrilled, and I think that's not cool of me. For what it's worth, he's healthy on my roster, so he's on injured reserve on mine. So the cap hit is still there. Um, <laughs> still getting paid. All right, and I'm just assuming that he starts the year hurt, and then sure. you know whatever. But anyway, uh, I, right. I if. My favorite, like, what if is that EJ is healthy this year, the whole year, the whole postseason, just stays healthy and has a good year. And everybody kind of gets off his back a little bit. As going big for Bo Horvat as well. Yeah, this one. Uh, so the Canucks fans in the comments were pissed. Like, they were like, this is stupid. Like, this is a good return, but the Canucks are trying to win. They're not going to trade their captain. And it was like, they just tried to trade him a week ago. They get Justin Barron, JT Comfer, 
2022 first and a 2023 fourth. This would be a gr- I think this is a fair deal in terms of value. Like Justin yeah. Barron is somebody that look they could use a defender. And they could use a defender on a cheap contract. Because right now they don't have any of those. Yeah. Barron also Barron is at a point where if your defense is weak, you could consider just dropping him into the NHL too. Might not go super well, you don't know, but yeah, I think it's an option on the table. Comfer obviously gives them a body on the forward side. Yeah, like a decent NHL player that can do something. Yep. So that's fine. The first or the fourth round pick, I'm not sure needs to be there, yeah. but that's the, fine. The first, I think, probably gets it done. But yeah, whatever. and then for the Avs, you get Bo Horvat. Yep. You replace Nazem Kadri. You upgrade from Nazem Kadri. You get younger. You get a little bit better. You get a little more expensive, but uh, a good fit there. And so then. They wrap it up with going and getting a goalie. And I don't understand follow. this that, at all. You signed Grubauer. Yeah, you signed Grubauer. You just really didn't want Francois, I guess. And you give up McDonald, a uh, second and a third. And in the comments saying that he'd be, he'd be willing to give up the first for Corpusalo. Which to is be wild. the backup. Yeah. Why are you paying this much money for a backup goaltender? The, I'm sorry. This much, uh, this much in assets uh, for a backup goaltender. You already yeah. have one in Pavel Francouz, although, like we mentioned earlier, a total question mark. But he also didn't. You have signed to Grubauer. Give up a bunch of stuff to have if, Pavel Francouz, right? <laughs> like if you, if you, if there had not been the signing of Grubauer, this would have made a lot more sense. Yep. You would still need a backup because you just traded yours. <laughs> But at least, you know, you could be like, oh, maybe it's JoJo or a, sign a cheap free agent or whatever. This doesn't make sense to me. All right. So let's see the let's see the roster makeup here. They have just under a million in cap space. Uh, so you end up with McKinnon, Rantanen, Saad, Burakovsky, Horvat, and you put new hook in the top six. And then your third line of Yanmark, Jost, and Nachushkin. And then that would be hellacious to play against. Yeah. And then your fourth line of the foodie brother, Nick Paul, and Logan O'Connor with Maltsev as the 13th forward. Defensively, uh, between O'Connor and Foodie, that's some that's a, that's a lot of speed on the fourth line to put up with. Yep. And to be honest with you, that's a, just a lot of speed in that lineup in general. A lot of zooming. Yeah, a lot of zooming going Zoom, on there. Zoomy boys. <laughs> uh, defensively, Gerard McCarr, Taves, Suter, Byram, Timmins with Zaradlyov as the seventh. Yeah, forgot that he got brought over already. Yeah, I, I mean, that's whatever. I, I think you can probably fill that spot with anyone, just about. Bring back Dennis Gilbert. Uh, and then goaltender Grubauer being the starter with Corpusalo as the backup. Corpusalo a year till for free agency. So my question is: At one point, does your forward core just become too samey? Uh, I don't. Do you have a Do you have an issue with this forward? I don't. I I like it. I don't have an issue with it, but the foodie thing is still doesn't make sense to me. It's 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 like if you weird, but... you could just promote the the little foodie to take Something that job if you really wanted to yeah. yeah like yeah um I you know 
uh, knowing and now knowing that the, all the suitor ideas that we that people have had are probably going to get thrown out the window. But I like this, except for the Corpusalo thing. Like the team looks good. Yep, it's Just cap compliant. Very backup move, basically. Yeah, they spent they spent all those assets and an extra eight hundred k to go from Francois to Corpusalo. Yep. All so. righty. Next. That's a wild ass roster, though. That's a lot of work yeah, to do. There was an, that one's an adventure. All right, DNVR roast my roster here. They signed Nikki Lieberman for the memes. Uh, Jost and Timmons signed to fairly standard deals. They go out and they get Warren Fogel as well mm-hmm. at just shy of three million, and Matthew Phillips at eight hundred k. And then in free agency proper, they get. Landeskog for the nice number. Uh, they get <laughs> Philip Grubauer. Also for the memes. Yeah, the, yeah, also for the memes. They get Grubauer for four years at 4.85. And then they sign Laurent Bressois for three years at 1.5. And Alex Edler for a year at 1.5. Then we, we jump into the trades. That pre-mentioned Fogel <laughs> trade. Poor uh, Laurent Bressois. He turns, turns a good stint in Winnipeg as a backup. Can't get a significant raise, but he can get... He can get it for three years. Traded a, traded money for security, I guess. Can continue being a backup. <laughs> yeah. uh, Warren Fogel gets to the abs for Shane Bowers and a third from Carolina. Kind of a weird deal for Carolina unless they believe in Bowers, I guess. Yeah, uh, and we know that they love to stock the picks. Yeah, that's true. That they can trade them down. Then the big move, the abs go get Philip Forsberg with $3 million retained. For Kout, Werner, and their 2022 first. Uh, Werner feels not, like... That's not enough, right? <laughs> Werner, <laughs> Werner feels like uh, Kout and the first aren't enough for this. I've got to give them something. And it's like, Adam Werner may not even get a QO today. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... It's got to be something of actual value instead of Adam Werner, unfortunately, I think. For yeah. Forsberg. Especially because Forsberg is the one that Nashville wants to hang on to. They're trying to move Rijo and, and Duchesne instead. But Av's not done. They go out and get Ethan Bear for JT Comfer and Pavel Francos. And then they also give Edmonton Eric Johnson but retain $1.5 million. This would be truly Edmontonian levels of baffling if they actually did this trade. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they so they add how much salary in that deal? Like eleven million. Okay, so EJ would be four and a half, Comfer's three and a half, so that's seven. So only nine million with the retained money. Oh, only, and then whatever Ethan Bear costs. It was not that much. I don't. Two million. Don't okay. Yeah. Jesus, that is a lot of money for them to take on for. An oft-injured third-pairing defenseman. I think he would be third-pairing there. I'm not. I'm not sure of that. So. But it would it would fulfill my dream of Duncan Keith, Eric Johnson getting to play together. The old man in line. Edmonton, where I don't know why I'm so excited about that. <laughs> and then like Franco's is now the backup to Mike Smith, and then JT Comfer, I guess, exists in that lineup. He'd become another random face in Edmonton's bottom six. Yeah. <laughs> And then this this really, really off the wall Nick yep. Henry and a fifth round pick for Matthew, Matthew Phillips. Phillips. 
high impact trade right there. This is a this is a deep cut. This is a, I really like Matthew Phillips. Yep. All right. Let's see the roster. Yeah, and then like Warren Fogel. I love the I love the idea of Warren Fogel. And Ethan Bear gives them like another like decent young player that they could put on that defense. Doesn't really solve their problems, but he's a good player. He's a yep. solid player. So they run the big three, and then they have a second line of Kadri, Fogel, and Forsberg. Uh, with Newhook, Jost, Burkowski on the third, and then Nachushkin, Maltsev, and O'Connor on the fourth. So you signed Alex Edler to scratch him, and then you traded for Matthew Phillips yeah, to scratch him. That's a little weird. I guess just put Phillips in Maltsev's spot. Done. Sure. The Edler thing's still weird, though, because you're not yeah. taking Bear out for sure. Well, and, and without EJ, you no longer have the, okay, well, someone's going to get hurt. Because, like, someone is going to get hurt, but why is Alex Edler going to spend the twilight of his career getting healthy scratched, waiting for one of these kids in front of him to break? Yeah. That one's so, a little weird. Yeah. And then you've you've swapped your backup friend, Frenzos, to Brissois because... Nope, no Zadorov for me. <laughs> just no thank you it, even if you wanted that Zadorov's not signing super cheap so doesn't matter uh, alright I, I think we're done with this one I, uh, look as a super solid forward core I think you probably have some trouble prying some of those dudes out there with the trades that were made but I, I only put that one on there so he would stop emailing it to me <laughs> just spamming you with the emails Oh, yeah. So this one. I wasn't going to put this on the show uh, because it's called Dumb Idiot DNVR. Uh, I wasted all of my time reading all this 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 dissertation here. <laughs> uh, and then when you actually get into the, the stuff, you're just like, this is dumb. Okay. But we can go through it. All right. It was okay. requested that I put this on there after I after I specifically called it out on Twitter and said... Dumb idiot was a was an apt name. Are we reading this explanation? I don't think we need. No. To. Yeah. No, dude. We don't. No. All right. So Justin Timmons, as always, he also gets Philip Cheadle and Yusei Saros. We'll talk about those trades in a second. He signs Phil Deneau in free agency, as well as Riley Nash, Jonathan Bernier, and Jake McCabe. Hey, I like the Jake McCabe signing. The rest of it. Yeah, I love that Jake McCabe is like, he's in free agency and he's going to capitalize on teams with analytics departments liking him by taking a one-year deal. deal. Two and a half million. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) like I get you're coming off a major injury and like there are questions, but it's like, have you seen what teams are doing in this market for defensemen? Prime-aged defensemen that have good metrics, yeah. The forwards are the ones getting screwed here. Yeah. Jake, if Jake McCabe gets a one-year, two and a half million dollar deal, then I'm the idiot because I—that's crazy to me. If if Jake McCabe gets a one-year, two and a half million dollar deal and he's not playing for the Avs, then Sakic has made a mistake. Yeah. Uh, Nazem Kadri and JT Comfer get traded to New York for Philip Cheadle and Braden Schneider. I can't imagine New York's particularly interested in parting with Braden Schneider, but. Sure. Damn, Jake McCabe's numbers are so good. 
and then the Avs get Saros and Philip Forsberg. Yeah, I don't understand this. Why New York would do this? Filipino and Braden Schneider—they yeah. just traded up for Braden Schneider a year ago. Yeah, it's exactly kind of what they need on defense. And Filipino is still—I don't know. I don't really an NHL player. I guess I don't really know where he fits into their into their thing anymore. Like they've got guys who have broken out. They had the two really high picks. Where is Filipino like fit into their mix anyway? I I just don't really know. But and like Nazem Kadri is gonna play behind Zabanajab and and Strom. I guess definitely a weird spot to be in. Um, then he goes big with Nashville, as I said, Saros and Forsberg for Francois, Timmins, Kaut, Bocage, and a first. This is certainly a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. The and and the reasoning. Okay, is it, so it's, is it stuff is, that Nashville actually wants though? Well, like Francois. Okay, well that replaces their NHL goal. They just gave up their starting goaltender, who's like twenty six years old, to a division rival, under the idea that Eskarov is coming, but, but he's, he's not there realistically, yet. like two years away. Yeah, even if he's still a year away, they just gave and they. Okay, so now their only goaltender is Pavel Francois. That would be the only goaltender that they have right now would be Francois because Rene just retired and Soros just got traded to Colorado. So this, like, yes, do I think Soros is probably on the move someday? Probably, but it's going to look a lot like what's going on in the island where Sorokin got eased into it with Varley as the starter for a year. That's the play here. You don't just be like, well, we have a top prospect of a goaltender who's never played in the NHL. So naturally, we'll just get rid of the guy who had a career year because his value is at its highest, but oh, by the way, we no longer have a goaltender. This also, I don't. So, like the the, the motivation to move UC Saros just doesn't exist yet. The rest of this deal doesn't make a ton of sense either. Like Nashville just protected five defensemen. I guess Connor Timmins can be their sixth if they really want, but. Yeah, I mean, but we also <laughs> talked about like they did that because they were trying to dump money at four. I hear you. I hear you, but. It's not like Connor Timmons jumps into their top four hot and fast, you know? Yeah, uh, I mean... Martin Kaut, I guess, he's he's kind of something they already have plenty of. They're probably overpaying for a bunch of Martin Kouts in their bottom six, but... They just lost Cali Yarncrook, so... That's true. There uh, you go. Um, <laughs> I guess. Bocage is a neat prospect, I guess, but... Yeah, they they essentially um, okay. didn't replace Philip Forsberg at all. Yeah, like how do you break this down? Who who's if you broke them into pieces, who would be getting dealt for who here? Is it like Francois and Timmins for Soros, and then Cal Bocage and a first for Forsberg? I just it, the first round pick is nice. It's probably going to be late because they just gave Colorado a starter. Yep, and Philip Forsberg, who's going to replace. You know who who's going to replace Sod in your lineup, like uh, or Landeskog in your lineup? I mean, that's okay. And this is like you're you're giving some stuff up here, but none of these are a deep cut. Like, oh, you like where Timmons is headed, but that's your fifth or sixth guy on opening night. Yep. And and just <laughs> this is dumb. <laughs> this, it's like two years early for the Soros. Like I get, oh, Soros may never have the value that he has right now between the age and the career year that he's coming off of, but you still have to try and compete 
especially the, the Preds, who have all that money spent already on guys that they can't get rid of, they're going to try to compete. All right. Pablo Franco's not going to be their starting goaltender. To wrap up the trades, they have to also go get Nick Jensen for Miska, a fifth and a seventh. Uh, I know Washington exposed him, but there's like no value in that trade. So they gave the ads Nick Jensen for nothing, essentially. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, for like five dollars scratch off tickets, yeah, right? Exactly. Like the ones where it's like the maximum value for a win is fifty bucks. <laughs> it's not even like a lotto ticket where you're like, oh, I could win two hundred million dollars or something. You know. It, Oh, these, are, okay. these are these are scratch tickets. Bro. Let's see the roster. Let's see. Let's see what what it looks like. She's cleaned out the 2022 picks. Those are also now gone. Rounds three and six. Oh God, our producer has abandoned us. We're stuck on this screen forever. Just um, looking at these two mind-boggling <laughs> weird deals <laughs> that you, we just can't make sense of. Yeah, I said I told you that I thought that the dumb idiot title was a uh, was was appropriate. Give us the roster, Allie. Oh, no, she can't hear. All right, it scrolled down. We're good. So, Forsberg, McKinnon, and Rantanen together. A second line of Newhook, Deneau, and Burakovsky. Cheadle, Jost, Nachushkin, and then Maltsev, Nash, and O'Connor. With the defense of Taze, McCarr, Gerard, McCabe. Uh, did Byron, we, did we forget the UFA? I, didn't, I don't know where Riley Nash came from. I guess I just forgot about it. Yeah, that was so long ago after those trades. <laughs> yep. I'm sure oh, we yeah. touched on it, and then we just lost our mind over the trades. Oh yeah, so. and John Bernier is our started the starting goal. They're the backup behind UC Saros now. Yep, our, the Avs goaltender is now UC Saros and John Bernier. Yeah, and uh, Braden Schneider is. Uh, there are people. I, he had in the notes that he used the taxi squad for some reason, uh, for some purpose. But we'll just ignore that because it's irrelevant now. They can be on the Eagles and come up. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. Um, so, it, like, I tell you what, if the Abs go out and they sign Jake McCabe in free agency, yeah. they've done they've done very well. Love Jake McCabe. Yeah. Love Philip Forsberg. If we ignore the rest of that deal. Yeah. You put in. I, a, I like Phil no, but for that. Yeah. Intense. You put in a ton of work to get two different goalies that I don't know have necessarily made you better. Yeah. You're spending. You're spending about the same amount of money. So Grubauer, say you sign Grubauer to that. Yep. And Franzos is the ex- that exact price. Yep. I, I guess there's more cost certainty because you're comfortable with what Bernie gives you versus what Franzos gives you. And Sor- Soros roll over Soros indefinitely, but like Soros is they sign. He signed him to a five year deal. So great. Yeah. Now you've you've bought at that highest value, uh, and now the Preds no longer have a goaltender. I guess they have Franco's. That's it. Wild, wild, Ingram. wild value. And there's just a. I feel like there's just a bunch of random dudes spotted around this roster with Cheadle and, and Nash. But yeah, like Riley, I'm like, why is Riley Nash here <laughs> at all? <laughs> just at all. Yep. Yeah, so four it, almost the meme there, almost four twenty in cap space. So close. Yeah, couldn't have you couldn't have just taken a thousand dollars off one of these contracts. <laughs> would have been uh, would have been perfect, but yeah. not quite meant to be. Um, all right, let's do. I tell you, do the McCabe thing. 
I, do dude, that. I, absolutely. I would love McCabe to the Az, honestly. I, I really would. But let me go to our new sponsors. Actually, they're not new. They changed the order on me. But our new deal with these sponsors, Hassle Cattle Company. Yes, they have the amazing meats. Yes, you can still get 10% off when you use code DNBR10. Yes, a bunch of other stuff. But right now, if you go over to HassleCattleCompany.com, they are giving away a Hassle Cattle Company cooler plus a $200 gift card to Hassle Cattle Company. All you got to do is give them your email address and you are set up for your chance to win $200 to Hassle Cattle Company. That's a whole lot of meat. Let me tell you, you can get on it. It's absolutely delicious. Their Wagyu is, is out of control good. That's the one thing I've taken away from this week of a, that's been a blast down at the DNVR bar is that all of you really love the Wagyu burger. It was the big hit last week for yeah. sure. Everyone there was like, Rudo, you're underselling this burger. You have to... <laughs> It's so good. So. I don't know how we can hype it up anymore. We're like, yeah. this burger is amazing. So <laughs> uh, the burgers are amazing. Go try it if you haven't. Again, you get 10% off when you order online with code DNVR10. And while you're at it, go on over to StravaCraftCoffee.com as well and get 25% off when you use code DNVR25. Or, like I said, come on down to the bar. You can get an amazing burger. You can get some cold brew StravaCraft. Go with it. Or you can do the alley special. If you want, uh, if you want it a little bit alcoholic as well, highly recommend. Uh, look, I don't, I don't know how many ways I can tell you that the DNVR bar is dope, and you just have to get out there because that's that's what a lot of our sponsors boil down to is like, you want our sponsors, come to the DNVR bar and get them, and then when you love them, you can order them back at home as well. So we make it easy for you. That's all I'm saying. Of course. Just a couple blocks from the bar, you can hit up Solace Meds as well. <laughs> they have four different locations here in Colorado, including one up in Fort Collins. So you can get what you need, order online, use the DNVR20 code to get 20% off, and then come into the store, pick it up. I love their pickup stuff because you can just walk in, get what you need, and get out. You don't have to spend a ton of time in there. It's super easy and fast. So highly recommend you do it that way. But they do have in-store deals as well if you're looking for something specific. So check them out. Get yourself some good stuff from Solace Meds. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I have no idea how many rosters we have left, but let's get to another one. We should be at ours. It's yeah. just you guys now. Just us? Yep. All right. Perfect. Perfect. All right. You want to go first or you want me to go first, AJ? Uh, you go first. All right. The I world can't, The world can't see yours publicly. Mine's posted. Yeah, that's true. I forgot to sign in when I built this, so I can't post it. But let's see. All right. Here we go. So I went with two very large trades that you probably saw there. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. What? Yep. So, first of all, went out and got Ben Bishop, sending Nachushkin back to Dallas. That's cold. Uh, also, that's added, cold. Also added in Drew Hellison and Pavel Francos, and then a 2023 first round pick. Why? For what? Why? For, for Ben Bishop? Yeah, all right, all right. So I should preface, this entire team 
is based on the concept that everyone is healthy and no one ever gets hurt. Ever. Okay, but he's coming off major injury and hasn't played in forever. Yep. You could have cut that hat that that in half. Like at this point, I think Nachushkin, Hellison, and Francois would be fine. I'd do that in a heartbeat. I also had them retain a million on Bishop, though. Well, that's nice of you. <laughs> you did them what la di da million dollars, and then you gave them first and third round picks. Yeah. What are you doing? I, it might be an overpay, but I'm fine with that. It might be an overpay. <laughs> are you are you a double agent? <laughs> Are you trying to make the stars dope? <laughs> How's going on? I don't here? know how this makes the stars dope, to be clear, but they get so they get Nachushkin, assuming that Nachushkin Nachushkin's fine. Like is this Colorado version, but but in Dallas. Drew Hellison's a solid D prospect that fits their identity perfectly. That's a great fit. Franco's like replaces Bishop. And then you sort just of. gave him a first and a third? Like the first is expensive. I I agree. Can can cap friendly suspend you for violence? (laughs) (laughs) The the first was probably too much, I guess. But I don't think like a second round pick was going to do it. So I'd happily do it for less. Just the third would. You think think just the third is enough? I I didn't think I didn't think it was enough. Ben Bishop hasn't played. What's the last? He's played like one game in in eighteen months, and it was that nightmare against the Avs. That's true. Uh, anyway, I'd be what even happier this? if it was just a third. Then I went out and got Vlad Tarasenko. Are you a... secretly the dumb idiot? Uh, I might be. The, the, I might the, be. The dumb idiot cap friendly one? Uh, what have you done? <laughs> I got Tarasenko for a first and JT Comfer. Um, this one. I, I like this yeah, one, actually. I, this one I, makes a lot of sense. I think St. Louis doesn't let him go for not the first and Comfer is mostly just clearing cap space for me well it's essentially uh it's body. A, it, yeah. well it's essentially 50 percent retained on Tarasenko. right exactly so i'm i like this deal this deal makes sense to me <laughs> and i know you love vlad so yeah, i'm yeah. just i'm, I'm just I'm letting a, this happen. i'm a big vlad fan uh but, obviously yeah no kidding when is your new stars podcast debuting <laughs> i'm super excited to see you start it with this deal <laughs> Uh, did, I don't know, my, like, UFA signings aren't signing up here, but I can just walk you through them on the roster. Yeah, they should be on the roster. Yeah, so, re-signed Gabe to seven and three quarters for six years. I wanted to make sure I had a big enough number there to make sure you got him. And then I signed Cody Cece to a two-year, two-and-a-quarter million-dollar deal, which I know people are going to hate, but... But very quietly had, like, a rock-solid year. Yeah. When you put him on a third pairing, you're going to play him 16 minutes a night. Yeah. He can help you on the penalty kill. Yep. Like, I I really don't mind Cody CC as an abs third pairing D. Yeah, I... It's funny, you because when I was... Uh, I, I was scrolling through, and I was building my UFC my UFA defense, I also considered the Cody CC thing. <laughs> and then I went a different route, which you will not be surprised by, but uh, I don't hate the CC thing. I, I don't, but I do find it funny that you went ham on two super injured players. And, and I also have EJ in my starting lineup. And you also so. have Jojo as your, as my backup, as your Indeed. backup goal. You have this is, 
So Again, ben, Bishop is going to play seven minutes into the first period. He's going to get hurt in. for the year. And, the and they're, yeah. they're blowing a year of McKinnon's contract I, on I, Jonas Johansson as their starter. I preface this as this is team health where nobody ever gets hurt and everything goes great on the health side of things. And it's a great hockey team. All right. As long as nobody gets hurt, it's a great hockey team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know what to say <laughs> how can you not love the top six forwards though how can you not love that right there all right <laughs> i don't even know you anymore <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. So, can I'm, I be a can I be a guest on your Stars Pod? Anytime, bud. We'll start DLLS next week. Great. I'm yep. gonna be there. I'm gonna be there for New Year's because the Avs are in Dallas for New Year's, so we can uh, we can do a live show. Boom. There you go. I mean, this like Kiefer sure was even in your starting lineup. I mean, I guess you can just replace him with Cow. That's fine. It's no big deal there. Yeah. I, the the or fourth whatever, line is like. is pick your favorites of Bowers, Cow, whatever. I am just, I'm a little baffled here, but it's also, it's also uh, tough for me to talk shit because I think people are not going to like what I did. Well, the chat certainly didn't like what I did. So yeah, I good company. This is the worst one we've looked at today. All right. Our, our com- or Ali is having technical difficulties in the background. We, but. we do need to sign a healer class. That's me. I'm the <laughs> healer. I have to do all this. I'd now just add one more layer to my job, apparently. I'm just going to be riptiding Ben Bishop all game long from the press box. Just ripped it. Yeah. To, to let you guys in, a, in on a secret, my original roster was very boring. Mine, so, see, mine is mine is boring too. So I did some. I decided to do some things, and this is how this is how I ended up with Team Health. Like, so I'll be I'll be while we wait for Ali here. Uh, yeah. I I was. I tried so hard to find a reason to trade for Tomas Hurdle. I tried so hard. I kept. I was like, I just. <laughs> There's got to be a way. I was like, I got to get rid of, I got to get rid of Cadre, and I want to bring in Hurdle so bad. <laughs> and I just couldn't find a way to get rid of Cadre that made sense for me. Gotcha. And because, you know, I do, I don't want to just like throw out crazy deals and be like, <laughs> look at this chaos. <laughs> like I'm trying to, like, I do take this project seriously when we do it every year. Um, But I, it's also just like, I just couldn't do it. I, I, I thought long and hard about signing Phil Deneau and having Kadri be my sad replacement on left wing. Um, for the record, my roster does not include Gabe Landeskog. See, that was my original roster was did not include the Bishop trade, did not include Landeskog, and I used that extra cash space to sign Grubauer. Still did the Tarasenko thing and the CC thing. But yeah. uh, I originally in mine. I uh, originally did not have Grubauer and then did. See, because we went went opposites. See, I went with originally not having Landy and then included him. 
for sacrificing Grubauer, and you and you went the other way around. Uh oh, AJ's getting messages from Allie. No, not Allie. Okay, other messages. Do I have all my shit? Oh, Actually, I, don't, I, don't I can have probably open. bring. Do you, did you put it in the Slack? Is this you? Um, I'm not sure. This is you. All right. Is it ZZZZ? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I call all my rosters, and then I delete them. <laughs> all right. Here we go. All right, so AJ's roster, which looks a lot prettier than mine, at least organized. Obviously, I only did the one deal. Deals. Yeah. Uh, and then I did a bunch of UFA work. Coleman, Tatar, Hockenpah, I, I assume just for the name, and, and then Grubauer. Grubauer being five and a quarter for five years. Coleman, four and a half for five years. Tatar, four and a half for four years. And then Hawk and Paul one and a half for two years. I just wasn't entirely sure what those guys' markets look like, but I felt like when you look at the underlines for Tomas Tatar, they're insane. I they're insane. I look two years ago, I would have loved if the Avs traded for Tatar. I still like him, but I do wonder about that aging curve at a four-year deal. Well, and he was just a healthy scratch on a team that went to the cup finals without him. Yep. Like so I'm like, how good can he really be, right? Like, uh, <laughs> but I'm also like, I'm going to give him a top six job here. Give him every opportunity. Yeah. So I have him, I have him in the, in the top six. I've got him with Kadri and I've got Coleman on the other side. I'm willing to move all these guys around though. Sure. The thing with Tatar and Coleman is that they've got versatility to play both sides. Yep. So... Yep. I mean, fluidity in the forward is always something to be expected. But Yeah, and then I went and I traded JT Comfer and a third-round pick for Christian Fisher, and then I put Christian Fisher on my third line. It's a fun um, line, for sure. Yeah, Maybe Fisher, Jost, Jost Fisher. and Nuke. Yeah. I really like that, but I'm also open to the idea of putting Coleman on that line just to add a little bit of an extra dynamic element sure. to it. And then having Newhook take Coleman's spot next to Kadri and Tatar. In top six, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of like Coleman, I think, is kind of my X factor. He can bounce around. I could have him on the top line next to McKinnon. I could have him bouncing around on the third line to change that. I'm happy to have him where he is. Yep. Um, he's, a, he's a really, really, really good fit. My biggest thing is, is that I just did not know what to do price-wise. So I felt sure. like I kind of just took a middle road, gave him five years and four and a half million dollars because I just didn't know what it's actually going to look like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just I was not I was not totally sure. And then Tatar, I bounced. Do I want Tatar or do I want Grandland? Boy, I would prefer Grandland there for sure. I think. I think I would too, but I was I, I looked at their underlying stuff, and Tatars are insane. Just that good, yeah. And I wonder, and I wonder, you put Tatar back into a system that pushes offense quite a bit more. See that uptick, yeah. And what does it what does it look like, right? Um, as for this comment, don't understand liking Tatar, but feeling meh on Raquel. Well, Tatar in the last three years has a 58-point season, a 61-point season, and a 30-point season. Uh, and I'm not worrying about him scoring 30 goals ever again because that's not the main appeal there. 
whereas he has significantly outscored Ricard Raquel, uh, whose last three seasons are 43, 42, and 28. Yeah. I definitely would prefer Tatar over Raquel as well. But Yeah. So that's that's where I'm headed with that. Um, but with, with Tatar, this is like he's all he he's he's already 30. Uh he turns 31 halfway through the season. I'm iffy, I'm really iffy on this one. I'm nervous about yeah. that aging curve. The last two years of that deal could yeah. be a grenade for sure. But and that's where that's where if I could maybe get Grandland on a shorter deal. I don't know. I don't I again I really didn't know what to feel about Tatar's market. I just didn't I did not feel comfortable with it. Um and I was operating under the assumption that Saad was already gone. Sure. Um but ideally I would bring that I would bring that dude back. I would prefer Saad than Tatar, but I think he's gone already. So that's how I spent the money and then uh Hakinpa is kind of my He's my cheap third pairing guy who blocks a lot of shots and hits a lot of people. <laughs> He's like my you want the you want the physical guy. Okay, here's your physical guy uh, that doesn't do a lot offensively. Doesn't have a, doesn't have a ton of puck skill. But uh, if Eric Johnson's healthy, Eric Johnson plays. Yep. If he's not, Hawk and Pock can can slide in there just fine. Um, and then I had Sherwood and Cowd as my scratches. I mean, they're pick you know Put however McDonald's you want to do it there or whatever. Yeah, originally. Originally, I had signed uh, Freddie Anderson oh boy. For, for two years at $4 million, And I was like, if I'm willing to do this, why don't I just give Grubauer what he wants? Because I had the cap space. As you can see, I have cap space. Yep. So I was at like $3.5 in cap space. And I was like, well... Maybe we'll just... I'll just pay Grubauer. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not giving him no the six year bull or six million bullshit. So I, I think I think five and I think five two five is perfectly fair. And if he doesn't agree, then he's perfect. If he if he doesn't agree and he goes out and he gets six million, then fuck me. So. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. That's that's my that's my. I have no idea if this is if my roster is any better than last year's, but I feel like it doesn't take a big step back. My really big problem here is that I don't have a lot of room for Alex Newhook to grow. Yeah. Right away. This year, this year it's Alex Newhook's growth path this year is one of the year signings turns out to be a bad one. <laughs> yeah. And this also what I what I do like about this though is that uh it it guards against Burkowski leaving in a year. Because if Burakovsky's gone, then you know between New Hook and any of these guys, um, replaceable. Then yeah, yeah. Um, I I expected that people were not going to like that. I just yeah, went heavy on free agents and did not bring back Gabe Landeskog. AJ's AJ's roster seems to be good to me for most people, and my roster seems to be Rudo. Why are you a crackhead? Yeah, Tatar <laughs> Tatar doesn't have a lengthy injury history for the record. Like p- played fifty of fifty six last year, sixty eight of however many Montreal played the year before that, and then a whole career full of him playing eighty two or uh, yeah eighty eighty plus games. So I'm Col- if look Coleman at four and a half is a is a big raise for him, 
and I gave him five years. So I really went hard on Blake Coleman, but I really love the player. But that guy has a career high of 36 points. <laughs> so if he wants, if he if he wants to get more than uh four and a half, like if somebody's gonna give it to him, cool. But I drew, I mean, I gave him I gave him five years and quadrupled his salary. Like I I guess I tripled it. Yeah. Yeah. I think doubled, my, doubled and a half. Did. My favorite move of anything is still might be Jake McCabe. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just, that's just a, uh, do you have a role? You know, yeah. My, the, the, McCabe as a, as a left shot, I'm not sure where he fits. Cause I don't know his history. If he can play. I don't either. On the yeah. right side. Um, About to find out. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure I'm not sure where McCabe fits is my is my only like is he next to Gerard and Gerard is on the right side? I'd be fine with that. Is he next to Timmons and Byram and Gerard are together? I'm fine with that. Um that's those are all the, the like those are all things that would have to be worked out. And Hawkinpaw's just a righty, so I just solved that problem. Yeah, CC plays the right side too. So that's what yeah. I ended up doing. But and and the thing though is that McCabe is better than both those guys. Yeah, definitely. Like, <laughs> the big question is coming off the major knee injury, how good will he be? Yep. Okay. I think that's gonna do it for today's show. So thank yep. you everyone, especially those of you who submitted rosters. Again, we looked at so many of these that didn't make the show. We appreciate all of y'all. Some of you had some fun ones, some of you had some terrible ones. Clearly I had a terrible one, so you're in good company, I guess. Uh <laughs> In any case, be sure to like and subscribe to the video here on YouTube. It does a ton for us. However you consume the pod, we appreciate it a bunch. And we are going to get out of here on that note. We'll be back tomorrow, normal time, last show before free agency, which we'll be doing a whole watch along, having some fun on Wednesday. So come hang out for that as well. should be pretty casual. Uh, yeah, until then, we'll talk to you all later.